Welcome to The Way Freedom Flies. I'm Anthony. I hope that you all had a very blessed week. It's been a, another fun week. It's been another interesting week. And we have got to think that we got through it. And that um, hopefully we're starting to change things more and more each and every day. Uh, there's been a lot going on from everything from, you know, this administration doing more stupid stuff. But... Maybe we won't focus too much on that today. We'll see where we get to. Then we have, you know, the, uh, what is it, luxury brand clothing shoe company, Blagelina or whatever it is, uh, with child pictures that should not have been ever done. And, uh, yeah, that's the sort of thing that's been going on. We have... Uh, if anyone's paying attention, we have soccer going on. And what else? Oh, yeah, a whole bunch of infighting in the Republican Party. I love it. We are starting to get this cleaned out. We had a... And we probably should even talk about Kanye West. We'll see what we all get to here today. Kanye West, or Yee, and Donald Trump. Uh, and some of the stuff surrounding that. It's very interesting... I mean, I think everyone throughout history has said this is a very interesting time to be alive. We're doing something. So I'm not going to, when I say that it's an interesting time to be alive, I think every point in history was an interesting time to be alive for that group of people. And I think that we're all put here for a reason. God's put us here to be able to handle this sort of um, culmination of events that we're for this interesting time. Right? If you were in American Revolution in that interesting time, you would have had, that's why they had that group of people, right? The Declaration of Independence, the, um, the growth of, the, I mean, go back to you know, Jesus' time, right? There's all these throughout time you were put there because God wanted you to be there at this time. Now, you have to recognize what God put you on here for that earth for. I'm not going to be able to tell you that. That's only between you and God. Not uh, I'm not going to go in between you and that. Uh, God on that. <laughs> I stay out of that area. But I, I think that there is opportunity for us all to really grow. But let's start out with this, right? I was listening to Dr. Robert Malone. And as more and more people get back onto Twitter, I think this is going to get more and more interesting as well. Really excited about this. Uh, about how really excited about Twitter putting a lot of the people that got kicked off and putting them back on. So they said, uh, he was talking about this, but he said disembowelment of your immune system when you take the vaccine. So my take and my understanding on that is that... Um, if you're taking these injections, it's basically disabling your immune system. And you're going to be more reliant on things in that case. So uh, this is something that we really need to be paying attention to going forward. And, I, I you know, I have came down on Robert Malone because I want to see more done from him. But as he comes out and he says more... I did notice that he uh, he did say that uh, when he was saying there that this is a real disappointment. Now I'm beginning to believe that he, and this is just my take. So I'm beginning to believe that Robert Malone 
thought that they were using his technology the way he designed it, mRNA. Now, we can have a discussion about mRNA, if it's bad and good, whatever else. That's a different discussion for what we're focusing on right now. What Robert Malone is probably doing is because he said that he got the first two doses, and he's probably regretting that aspect. Now, especially if it's saying that he's it's basically disabling your immune system and it might not be everybody it might be some people and i'm sure that the one per the one ability to heal you is god at this point um he's out there he's able to heal anything right but in doing that i you know you have you have god here kind of going through and helping you out but what is Robert Malone looking at here going forward, right? He's probably thinking about different ideas to correct what is correct the wrong that is going on with this COVID vaccine, especially if it's going to be affecting him is, you know, and people around him. And that's a good thing, right? I, he had said something out cause he's going through his taxes right now that he spent 90,000 in, um, this year in trips that weren't covered that's a pretty big deal right before he would have been covered by you know governments he worked for companies and everything else to travel now being canceled uh, dr peter mcculloff and people you know for america's frontline doctors that is a huge deal because they are the tip of the iceberg getting out information and really showing the world what was wrong with these vaccines I don't know if we can even trust any of these companies going forward. These pharmaceutical companies, right? Can you trust your doctor? <laughs> I don't, unless they're one of these people that are America's frontline doctors, I don't think you can, right? And there's this, there's this huge, um, there's this huge focus on what how this vaccine is but th we're kind of missing of how these pharmaceutical companies also go and infiltrate the doctors in the hospital so there's stuff like that that we need to have and we need to really get to and we're going to see where this all comes down to i think that we're going to have there's going to be rubber that meets the road here very soon on these covid crisis i mean we got china I, I man there's so much stuff this week china is revolting about a whole bunch of things i think you are getting to the culmination as well in uh china right so your events are you know the one child policy of how that all started and then you're starting to see you know, controlling your people, the, the you know, passes on your phones, the, you know, social credit score, all this other stuff starts adding up. Now you have zero COVID and it's just boiling over. I was listening to Emmanuel Johnson and he goes there, before China even started, he said this a couple of weeks ago, there's going to be, you know, just like Iran, there's going to be a fight or an uprising in China. And here we have it. So, that is, this is just going to be another, uh, another issue that's in China. I was listening to, I listened to some economic people as well. 
it's it's I love learning about stuff. So I'll put as much information in my head as I can, and um, hopefully that makes me more uh, uh, more understanding of different tasks and or types of things out there. But he was saying a dictator never lives long, and <laughs> when you have an economic downturn that we are having globally, right? You're gonna put more pressure, especially on China. China does not want an economic downturn, right? They are an exporting nation. When you cannot export goods and you you put pressure on that manufacturing nation, what happens is is that this uprising will get intensified because more people want to join. One, the dictator is that does not want uh, you know doesn't want you to go out and make a living for yourself because zero COVID policy. Then you have these economic downturns. So even if you can find work, it's getting slimmer and slimmer as not as many people around the world want items. So you have a, on top of that, you have a housing crisis inside of there where people are buying houses. Unlike over here in the United States, from my understanding is China. You start paying on that mortgage as soon as you contract the house to build right or the apartment or whatever else so this is a constant thing going right away and when your condo apartment whatever else you're buying does not get built well then you're going to have a crisis there as well so this is all just boiling over in china and you're starting to see it bubble through the media here and there our media here in the united states is incompetent to say the least um, I think that's being nice and kind to them is incompetency. You have Brazil, right? Their military has gone through and sided with, or the army, the, the head of the army, I believe it is, sided with the current president over the fraud. This could be very interesting and something to pay attention. I actually think this is something that we should be paying attention to. This is one item that a domino that's going to fall, that's going to change the course. I don't know why the United States can't get their people together, can't get more people talking about this. You know, Trump has been at the um, at the forefront of this fraud, and nobody wants to talk about it. And I've mentioned this in other podcasts, right? The Democrats were so good at associating that you're an election denier, uh, and Republicans are so weak people on the right are so weak that they did not call them out on their own hypocrisy when they denied elections, when they wanted to stop elections. Then when this election of 2022 midterms came around and there is anomalies and issues, nobody wants to look into it. we got to look at why we lost. Well, it can't be election fraud because I don't want to be called an election denier. So everyone's turning their cheek and you're going to perpetuate this whole problem over and over and over again. It's crazy. Right? Absolutely crazy. Then you have, let's just jump into this whole Yi Trump saga, right? Um, and I'm calling it a saga not because Trump and Kanye had issues, right? It seems to me like they may have had a little difference of what they expected at, you know, getting and meeting each other. Fine. However, the saga is not them themselves the saga is what everyone else is talking about you have mitch mcconnell coming out because nick fuentes i don't know who he is exactly i have not paid much attention to nick fuentes for whatever reason 
It's just not somebody I pay attention to. So I don't have a opinion on who he is, what he is, what he said, or anything, right? But just looking at just how the fallout happened in the Republican Party, everything else, it almost seemed like it was set up that way with Miley Annapolis and um, Nick Fuentes and getting Yee, Kanye West, to go to Trump and have a meeting. And Trump, um, you know, invited everybody over. He, it doesn't seem like Trump's going to deny you when he says, I'm going to have a meeting with you. He doesn't really say, hey, just my my perspective. No, you brought people. Let's all sit down and do this. Now, you don't have to just leave your friends out. And Trump didn't know the friends, right? How are you supposed to know everybody, first and foremost? I mean... Maybe Trump, you know, now that he met him, he's going to be informed of who he is. I still don't have a full understanding of who Nick Fuentes is. I haven't t- taken the time to take a look at it, look into it, right? I have, I have other jobs, I have kids and stuff, so it's not on the high priority list. High priority list is making sure I put God back into my life and, or, well, he's there, but, you know, make sure he's throughout the life very good and that we're fighting to take back this country and bring it back to a godly nation. That's first and foremost. Right, taking care of my family, all those things. Nick Fuentes and understanding what he all is and what he's all said is not on the top of the list. So Trump not knowing, right, who he is. He shouldn't know. He shouldn't know who everybody is, right? And being Trump who he is, sitting down with anybody is a good thing for a president, right? You want to be able to sit down with people and understand where their viewpoints are coming from and maybe it helps you, you know, understand their viewpoint or whatever else. doesn't mean that you have to agree with them. It means that you are a, a government official for the people. Mitch McConnell says that there's nobody in this, let's get back to Mitch McConnell here, the turtle who can't do anything, limp-wristed, hasn't, uh, okay, I'm not going to go there. Um, <laughs> oh, I got, yeah, he, he is a horrible person in the Senate. He can't do anything um, besides obstruct and not help out the people of this country. He's more willing to line his pockets. But anyways, back to him. He says that there's no place for anyone meeting with what was it, anti-Semite people and talking to them. So Trump has no place and will not be president again. Well, what was that? Louis Farrakhan was met with Obama. He was president. Just uh, just putting it out there. Um, that's all, yeah. And then, by the way, Mitch McConnell, and you said there was no room in the Republican Party for somebody like that. Did you pen a letter, Mitch McConnell, or a, a op-ed on um, Robert Byrd at all? Oh, should we go into who Robert Byrd was, Mitch McConnell, for you? Just so you have a refresher, a KKK ranking member, and you said that it was a, um, a what was it? A dearly missed person, <laughs> that or a person that will be dearly missed. Uh, really? So that's your perspective on things. I don't know why you're so stand up for the KKK, but not anything else. But that maybe should be telling to which Mitch, um, Mitch, kind of views things. Mitch McConnell is not a person for the Republican Party. 
The Republican Party is going through a transformation. The Republican Party has been going through a transformation. The Tea Party was the start. The Republican Party squashed the Tea Party. They used the Tea Party to win the seats, and they did nothing. What makes you think that the Republicans taking back Congress, um, the House right now, means that they're going to do anything? Mitch McConnell doesn't do anything. He only lines his pockets. Follow the money. Mitch McConnell is part of the big club that we are not a part of. What the Republican Party doesn't understand is that they're going to lose this battle. They're willing to lose this battle. They're going to destroy the Republican Party. And why is that? If you guys have not taken a look at The Last Refuge, the conservative treehouse, follow him on Twitter. He's at The Last Refuge 2, all, there's, you know, all together there. And he does have great The Conservative Treehouse. Follow that. Read up on it. You'll you'll get it. He'll go into a lot more detail than I will know. But what you're seeing is, is that the Republican Party is willing to destroy the, the Mitch McConnell's, everything else, the GOP, the rhinos, right, are willing to destroy the Republican Party. Why? It's because that they do not want... Populism. They do not want the people to have the party. If the people have the party, they don't have control over anything. They lost it. And when they lose it, they're not getting it back. You know, eventually, you know, I can see evil people boiling up again. But it's going to be a long time. Because people are going to remember it. It's going to be this generation, next generation. You know, my generation, the next generation, the next generation after that are going to be upset. They already are. You start looking at the numbers. Even though they say a lot of people voted Democrat, I don't know how true that really is um, in that age group. Because it seems like we made gains over what it was the last time. So that's just something that uh, I am trying to pay attention to. So Mitch McConnell, right... And where he's at is that they want to destroy this because they need to have control. So you're starting to see all these book deals of like um, Ron DeSantis, you know, um, uh, uh, who is Trump? Uh, Trump's uh, ambassador to the United Nations, Nikki Haley, you know, people like that all go through, and they're getting book deals, right? That's basically a money laundering operation. I think all book deals are, right? You get a book deal, you're getting paid, what, $10 million, $20 million, $30 million, $40 million, and then you're expected to write a book, but you don't even write, really. You just have people that work on it for you, then you approve it, put your name on it, and then you have all this money, right? Really kind of weird trash. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's that aspect, right? And these GOPE these rhinos, whatever they are, owned, you know, these donors will get their fingers in them, right, in, into their pockets and be like, here, here it is. And if you, as long as you do what we say, you're going to be golden. And a lot of people are willing to sell out for that because it's a lot of money that's being thrown at them. You know, I've never had, you know, 10, 20, 30 million dollars thrown at me. I hope that if that day ever comes, 
that I stand up in the face of, face of it and say, God, what am I supposed to do at this time? Tell me what to do what's right. If it's to, to walk away from the money, I better do that, right? You cannot let your earthly realm go through and just go, uh, take over what your godly um what your what your godly duty is so that's uh <clears throat> excuse me that's kind of how i'm seeing this right now and then so we we got that right then we, uh, we're starting to see uh, was out on twitter um there were somebody was talking about how that there was interesting people. The, the in fact, one of them helped kill the Tea Party back in the day. Are now taking and working and saying that they want to hear from the mega crowd and the regular GOPs to see how the the GOP can improve things. Except we're all starting to see through this. It's a, it's basically these lawyers and people are like, they're just volunteering. And they happen to be RNC committee members as well. Like, this is really messed up. Like, how can you do this? They're lining the pockets. You can follow the money, follow donations. And you're just like, oh my gosh. It, can you guys be any more um, cloudy on things? So you have... You, the GOP is very good at failing at things, and the younger part of the Republican Party is not holding on to that. Now, here's an item. I'm not really for one party or against one party. I guess right now I'm leaning more into the Republican Party itself, but that's because their views align with the Christian values I have. Right? You can't... And it's not even all Republicans. It's just mo some, most. I don't know how you define that. <laughs> you can't be murdering babies. No. You, you, marriage between a husband and wife. Done, right? There's basic things here that I am, you know, that I align with. But that's not everybody. I don't vote for every Republican. <clears throat> There's some constitutionalists here and there. But I'm starting to wonder, and this is a thought. Email me if you have a thought on this, too. I'm more than willing to listen to it. Uh, Wait Freedom Flies at uh, pm.me, uh, Proton Mail. So, so it's a Proton Mail address. Do we need to be a part of the party and just say, heck with it. I don't always agree with it, but we're going to figure out a way to take it over. And this is what we're going to do now. Because I think the Repu the Democrats they will always have they have their cult right a republic or Democrats have we are this way we are going more and more extreme every single time and this is the way we're going done. Everyone knows where they stand and they keep gaining, you know, crazy followers like AOC. Republican parties don't doesn't really have that side of it right because while. The Republican Party kind of stands for a lot of things, or doesn't really stand. They have some values that align with values that, you know, I agree with and a lot of other people agree with. They do not have this, we will stand up for this no matter what, right? They will not stand up 
against abortion no matter what. They will not stand up for marriage no matter what. They will not stand up to reduce spending no matter what. They will not stand up to make the government smaller no matter what. They do not stand up for the population no matter what. And this is, I think, the problem with them. So you find a lot of young people, myself included, and I mean, I guess you find a lot of young people, you find a lot of people that have gotten their eyes opened. I've, I, There's some people that, I guess I'm saying young people, and I'm looking at it. Some of, some of the people I talk to uh, are, uh, you know, 20, 30 years older than me. And uh, <laughs> I guess they wouldn't qualify as young, but... They also are like, where is this Republican Party going? It's it's like a cult. The Republican Party is like a cult at the top. You have Paul Lyon Ryan. You have uh, Mitch McConnell, Ronald McDaniels. Put my hands in my pocket and don't do nothing. Uh, won't help out anything. They're going to let Kari Lake and Blake Masters just, throw, just not be able to do anything in Arizona. Not help them out. Move on from it. Right? The reason why they want to do that is because they do not want... People like Kari Lake, Blake Masters, uh, Major Terry Green, they try to sue her out. What was the other one? Um, there, there's a whole bunch of them. This just last election cycle. We got to pay attention to who they are, and we just got to vote them out. Now, Mike Lindell is running for RNC committee chair. Great. And why is it great? Do I think you'll win? No. I don't think he wins because they do not want election integrity. The GOP wants status quo. They will, Mitch McConnell wants to be able to pit it as, hey, I'm the, uh, uh, I'll try to get things done. Uh, you know, just elect us and we'll do something. Oh, yeah, we heard that with uh, Obamacare. You did nothing. You're a loser, Mitch. And that's being kind to Mitch is calling him a loser. And, but, in all of that, with Mike Lindell running, we will see who exactly stands where. Right? You do not, and we need to see who votes for Ronald McDaniel and who votes for Mike Lindell, etc. But, the thing about all this goes back to is that we'll see where they stand. Do they stand with the people, which is going to be Mike Lindell? This is pretty basic in the Republican Party. Or do they stand with Rhonda McDaniels, a do-nothing, horrible RNC chair related to uh, Mitch McConnell, or Mitch, not Mitch, um, Mitt Romney, and try to destroy this country step-by-step with Mitch, with um, Mitch McConnell and everybody else in the RNC and DNC, right? They're trying to do that. We, the people, are trying to bring the country back. We are doing it. Now, do we have to be part of the Republican Party, take it over, right? Do we have to be there? With people that don't find themselves with the party, we are in a conundrum right now because we're fighting a two-party system outside of a two-party system. I, you know, this is questions I ask myself. I've, I've asked God what we need to do on this because I, I do believe God's going to help get us out of this mess. What I don't know 
is how getting out of this mess, we need to keep it out of this mess. The FTX guy, Sam Bankman-Fried, right? He's up there and just the corruption of all this with how the money was funneling and everything else. And uh, it, it's, uh, it's bad. Right, he says he has $100,000 and he was in an interview just, you know, smiling at, hey, yeah, I understand you, I lost all your life savings. Because somebody asked him, you know, how are you going to get my life savings? He's like, yeah, but sorry. I, I don't, I've not been in that position, but I do know one thing. That if I was in charge of taking people's money and I, yeah, first you got to keep assets as you say, not kind of use people's assets for anything else. Um, but you, I'd want to pay back every penny. Heck, I took out student loans. I'm paying back every damn penny. Every dang penny. So, yeah. There is a lot going on in the world. But I have to say, and I want to end on a little high note. If you were to look at the world six months to a year ago, and you would have asked yourself, Elon Musk having Twitter, in fact, uh, Elon Musk came out and said Twitter interfered in elections today. Check it out. Really great stuff. And you were to look at all of this stuff going on. You were to ask yourself, well, I know my government doesn't want me to know any of this information. They're horrible at kind of, you know, telling us this information. They don't want it. They, they're making money off of FTX and everything else. They want to keep it. Who is getting out all this information? There's no whistleblowers from the FBI that are really coming out and talking. There's no whistleblowers all over the place talking. How's all this information really getting out? I think God's working in mysterious ways, and we're just not recognizing it yet. And get ready for God to change some things that we've never seen before. Because I think there's going to be a huge reckoning coming and moving forward. Huge amount of uh, godly interference in everything that the devil's trying to take over. With that, I want to leave you with uh, just being thankful for so much of your listening and supporting this podcast of The Way Freedom Flies. Thank you for um, listening, sharing, and until next time, I'm praying for you out there. And... God bless.